The Kissing Game by Suzanne Brockman Narrated by Donna Rollins Chapter 1 Hello? Simon, please tell me that Layla's there. After a brief silence, Simon Hunt's familiar voice said, I could tell you that, Francine, but I'd be lying. My sister's not home right now. She and her future husband went to their third meeting with the caterers. If you ask me, this wedding thing is getting way out of hand. Frankie Pereski closed her eyes and swore silently. Simon, look, I need your help. She spoke quickly, not allowing her best friend's older brother time to speak, let alone a chance to refuse her. I'm over at the airport. A charter flight just came in and I picked up the fare, only to find out that this man has come to Sunrise Key to see me. I asked him where he was headed, and he gave me my address. I need you to do me a humongous favor. I need you to go over to my office and unlock the door. When I drop this guy off, let him into the waiting room and stall him until I can come in the back and change my clothes. Simon was laughing at her. Damn him. You mean you don't want a client to know that you moonlight as one of this island's most illustrious cab drivers? There's nothing wrong with my earning a few extra bucks driving a cab, Frankie said. But I really want this guy to take me seriously. And you think he's going to take you seriously if you quickly change into your trench coat and fedora and pretend he doesn't know you're the same person who drove him from the airport? Will you please stop with the trench coat jokes for once, Frankie demanded. I don't even own a trench coat and you know it. I thought you were issued one when you graduated from private high school. Thanks a million, Hunt. Lord, why did I even bother? Relax, Francine. I'm going to help you. But are you sure you shouldn't just be honest with this man? Tell him who you really are? Over the crystal clear telephone wires, Simon's voice sounded warm and rich and smooth, as if he were standing right behind her his breath warm on the back of her neck. If Frankie turned around, she'd see him, his brilliant blue eyes gleaming with amusement, his elegant lips curving into a smile, his blonde hair tousled by the soft ocean breeze. Frankie closed her eyes briefly, trying to rid her mind of that distracting image. He hasn't actually looked at me, she said. He's tired, and I think the charter hop from the mainland made him airsick. Besides, I spent the morning at the beach, and I'm wearing a baseball cap and sunglasses. I'm not even sure he realizes I'm a woman. Getting airsick doesn't make you blind, Simon pointed out. You're hardly five feet tall, Pereski. I'd bet last month's profits that he knows you're a woman. I could be a 16-year-old boy. No. Simon said decisively. You could not. Across the metal Quonset hut that served as the airport's shelter, the door to the men's room swung open and the man from the charter flight came out. I've got to go, Frankie said quickly. Are you really going to help me? You want me to unlock the door and stall, right? I'll go right over. Please don't blow this for me. I would have thought thank you was the correct response. Thank you. You're going to owe me, Francine. Frankie hung up the phone and hustled outside. She was sitting in the driver's seat of the cab before the man, 
her first off-island client came out of the Quonset hut. She watched in the rearview mirror as he squinted and staggered slightly in the bright Florida sunshine. He used a folded white handkerchief to wipe sweat from his forehead as he carefully squeezed his big frame into the taxi's back seat. He wasn't dressed for Sunrise Key's muggy tropical heat. Frankie guessed he was from Chicago or some other Midwestern city. Cleveland, perhaps. She'd seen on the TV news that the unseasonably hot April weather that was warming most of the East Coast and turning Florida into a steam bath hadn't moved as far west as Ohio. She'd put a heavy, lined raincoat into the back seat of the cab, along with his luggage. He wouldn't have brought the raincoat if it hadn't been cold and wet where he'd come from. Whoever he was, his initials were C-A-Q, and his luggage was...